0: I was at a rock-bottom place and am I saying that gratitude completely healed me no absolutely not but it was a super important component to my journey to seeing my life differently to living my life differently to finding more happy moments through my life none of us are gonna be happy all the time and maybe some of us don't get as happy as other people but I feel like I stopped struggling so much when I stopped attaching myself to the outcome. And I started enjoying things on a day-to-day basis. I started enjoying those droplets of water. I started enjoying those roses. I started enjoying the clouds. I started enjoying just sitting and not doing anything because we're human beings, not human doings. We're not supposed to be doing things all the time. Sometimes just sitting and smelling the air, smelling a candle, eating, You know, drinking a smoothie, having some tea, sometimes those little things in life are the only things that we should be
1: doing. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, we have Amanda Webster. She is a Circle of Joy award winner, and um, she's going to talk a, a little bit about her process with gratitude, what she does to uh, to keep this good habit and I'm sure that we will get into some really, really interesting stories as well. Amanda, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on here today. I am grateful to be here.
1: <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for, for being here. And um, thank you for like, really being here, like being so present. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. So let us know a little bit more about you. Um, I know that you've had quite a quite a life-changing experience a few years ago. Uh, I think that would be uh, something really interesting for our audience to, uh, to know as well.
0: Yeah, so I stumbled across the Gratitude uh, 365 app when I was in a very, very dark place in my life. I nearly took my life in the fall of 2018 in a Canadian hotel room, I was on the ledge, I was ready to jump, and a song played at the right place at the right time, and that's what brought me down. But mm-hmm. in the weeks that followed, I had no idea where to go. I'd been guinea pigs on medications for decades, I'd gone through the therapists, I'd eaten the salads and done the yoga and read the self-help books, and I just didn't really know the first step to take in getting out of this dark night, as I called it. And when my friend suggested the Gratitude app to me, I was so irritated at her because I thought to myself, how dare you think that it's so simple to get out of something like this with just saying, oh, I'm grateful for my house, I'm grateful for my son, I'm grateful for my life. Of course, I'm grateful for those things, but I was in such a bad place that everything just seemed to be weighing me down. The weight of the world was on my shoulders, and I didn't know... How to reframe my mind and my lifestyle to get out of that
1: wow Whew. that that's quite quite an experience and i'm I'm sure that it it wasn't easy to to just to to want to try it out how did did he or she convince you to try it out or Did you feel open or you said, okay, let's just try this gratitude thing?
0: Well, to be totally honest, after coming down from the ledge, I came inside, I cried a lot. I got on my flight home and I was sitting there thinking, why am I not happy? I have so much to be happy for. And I told myself, you know what, I'm going to give it everything I have for one year. And if at the end of that one year, I still feel this desolate and this dark and this cold in this place in my mind. I gave myself permission to jump. Now, before you freak out, if you've done the math, obviously it's been more than a year, but I really just knew that I had to give it all that I had in that moment. And what's another year, right? When you feel like you're at rock bottom, what's another year? So the gratitude app was something that I incorporated into my life at that time, just hoping for a little extra boost, truthfully. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect it to be... A life-altering experience, and I'm not saying that just this gratitude app saved my life. It was definitely a mixture of a lot of things. But reframing your thoughts, reframing the way you see things. I remember reading a book by Wayne Dyer called "Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life," and at the time, it was one of those self-help books that I tried to read, rolled my eyes, threw it across the room, and it gathered dust for a long time. But when I really started to think about it, he's right. The reason that we feel so heavy, as um, one of my favorite Linkin Park songs um, says. I felt so heavy because I had a really crappy outlook on life. Like I said before, it's not that I wasn't grateful for the things that I had, but we don't realize what we have, number one, until we're about to lose it. And when you stand on a ledge and you know you're at your wits in and you know that you're about to lose everything, your perspective starts to change. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was my turning point where I realized I have to change my life, I have to change my thoughts. And I started doing the Gratitude App and I really liked the prompts because it's really easy to say, okay, I'm grateful for my son, I'm grateful for food, I'm grateful for my car. Of course, we're grateful for these things, and that's awesome to be grateful of these things as well. But when you really start thinking, like today, my, my prompts was had to do with Anne Frank and how she always looked at the positive side of things. And honestly, if Anne Frank can look at the positive side of things, there is no excuse for the rest of us. If she's hiding in an attic from Nazis, and she can look at the positive side of her life knowing that it could be over at any given moment, that's just something powerful for the rest of us. And I just enjoy having those prompts to give me a different thing to think about. Because I feel like we really quickly run out of things to be grateful for because we don't really stop to think. And I've noticed since I started doing it – I've been doing it well over a year uh, consecutively now, and I noticed since I started doing it that I've started noticing the little things. The other day, for example, I was with a uh, rescue dog. I do dog rescue, and I was with a rescue dog, and we were walking around, and I just saw there was this weed, what we considered a weed, on the ground, and it had rained a little bit, and there were these little drops of water on on the weed, on the plant. And they looked like little diamonds and I had never really paid attention to that. And I stopped and I looked and thought to myself, Oh my goodness, it's so beautiful. And I never would have stopped to see this before. And
1: uh, I went on a bike
0: ride with my son yesterday and we came across this yard that had probably six different colored roses. And I just stood there with my son by our bike, staring at these different roses or just laying in the grass. And once I started reframing my mind, to be more grateful, I found more things to be grateful for. And that was really powerful for me. Now, at the beginning, I struggled so hard to put three things in that app every day because it would tell you to put three things in the app. Um, and it was hard for me to think because I didn't want to get repetitive. And now I can appreciate that that song I really love came on at the gym or there are diamond-like water droplets on the on the plant. and. I am so appreciative to you and to the creators of this app and just for everyone that's helped me in my journey to going from rock bottom ready to end my life to being in a place of enjoying the beauty and enjoying nature. And I just made a YouTube video the other day about uh, there was one of the suggestions that I was making was noticing the clouds when you're feeling really stressed Mm -hmm. and overwhelmed, just going outside and either listening to the birds or looking at the clouds because you can always find something ridiculous in the clouds. And I remember this guy I met in 2011 when I was in Hawaii. He's a British guy. And we were walking along the beach. And I will never forget looking up at this cloud and seeing a leprechaun on a cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) This is the memory I have of this guy. I was in Hawaii in this gorgeous beach. But the memory I have was staring at that cloud and seeing the leprechaun with a cell phone. And sometimes when I'm feeling really overwhelmed in my head, I just go outside and see what ridiculous things I can find. And sometimes I force my friends to do this with me too, and they roll their eyes and go, oh my God, Amanda. (laughs) But I feel like as we grow up, we stop playing, we stop enjoying, we stop looking for the fun in life. And it's all about, oh, I have to get to work on time, and oh, I have to hit this deadline, and oh, I have to do this, and I have to do that, and my kid has to get dressed and then do his homework, and there's no time for just enjoying and fun. And I feel like the more you really focus on gratitude, the more you want to find those things. And I seek them out now. I actively seek out what good can I find right now? What's good? What's beautiful? What's happy today? Even if I'm having a bad day, I didn't sleep at all last night because I don't know if you can tell in my voice. I got a little bit sick. Not sure why, but I woke up this morning, said, you know what? Maybe I just need a day to rest. Maybe this is the universe's way of giving me a day to just lay in bed and watch my soap opera and watch some French YouTube videos. Maybe this is just a day for myself. And I was able to reframe that and be more grateful. Or a couple of weeks, I think it was last week, actually, I, my car ran out of gas and I called AAA and AAA said they'd be there in 15 to 20 minutes. Well, we all know that that's never accurate. And it took them almost an hour to get there. So I'm stuck alongside the road. I have no idea what to do. My phone is at 3%. So I said, you know, I guess the universe wanted me to do my yoga a little bit early today. And I stood beside the road and did my yoga practice by my broken down car, not giving a crap what anybody driving by thought of me, just thinking, this is my moment. And I don't care what they think, because I'm going to find a way to spin it. And if they are upset, they're probably jealous of me because they would be having a full-blown meltdown right now if they were broken down alongside the road. And I know that because that was me at one point. I would have had the full blown meltdown, probably sit down and cried without my phone and immediate service. But
1: wow. This this is very inspiring. And I and I'm sure that so my perspective on this is that most probably many of the, the drivers that that were passing by were actually inspired by this and they they, maybe they thought that they should make some time to to do the yoga or if they they don't have the time it's you you can do it anywhere and uh i think that (laughs) that's amazing i when i when i see these kinds of people that are able to do this like like yourself that are able to make the best of a a situation and to be um, an example for for the rest of us i i I get inspired, and i I think that's amazing because many times we just need to see some someone that's crazy enough to do something like this for us to get to get the idea of doing the same thing you know
0: yeah, and that's kind of what I aim to do is just not only live my truth but inspire others to live theirs because there was a time where I would have looked at that person beside the road and rolled my eyes and thought, Oh, what a crazy net job. But deep inside, I would have wished that I had that kind of, that kind of personality that I didn't care what other people thought. And I'm starting to develop that more and more now through my lifestyle changes, my gratitude practice. But I like that you touched on the I don't have enough time because I think Mm -hmm. that that's an excuse that we make so often in our society. And I remember a few weeks ago, I was with a friend and she asked me, how do you have so much time to do everything you do? Because I run a, a business where I coach people and help them bridge the gap between mental and physical health. I do dog rescue. I'm the Arizona chapter leader of days for girls. And we so reuse both of hygiene kits for girls in impoverished countries. I'm a mom to a nine-year-old. I have a lot of different things going on. I just finished writing a book. And my friend said, how do you have time for all of these things? And I said, I make time. Because I'm not sitting there scrolling my social media feed. And I'm not sitting there watching eight episodes on Netflix. I mean, I love Lucifer and Tom Ellis just as much as the next person. But I don't need to watch nine episodes a night. And I said, everyone has time. It really depends on how you choose to spend that time. And she said, no, no, I I just don't have enough time. I have three kids. I have this. I have that. I said, do you trust me? She said, yeah, of course. You're my best friend. We've known each other for two decades or so. I said, give me your phone. So she gives me her phone and I open her Instagram app and you can actually track how much time you've spent on Instagram. It will tell you how much time you've spent that day. And she had spent two hours and 45 minutes on Instagram. I said, how much workout could you have done in this time? How many sessions of, say, Duolingo could you have done? Because she's wanting to learn Spanish. And I, I've been learning French for the past couple of years for my humanitarian work. And I said, you could have done several lessons. You could have done your workout. You could have made time for these things, but you chose to scroll on your social media. So it has nothing to do with not having time. It has to do with how you prioritize your time. And that's not saying you can't get on, like I said, and watch your Netflix show or watch a couple of YouTube videos or even look on social media. But I feel like the more we spend time on social media, the less grateful we tend to be. Mm, exactly. Then we start comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. Well, that person got to go on this trip that person got to have a baby, that person got to eat at this $200 restaurant, that person got new clothes, and we start to become less grateful for the things we have.
1: Exactly, exactly. And we, the the sad part about this is that usually we're not that aware. I don't know how other people work, but usually when I go on social media, it's not when, when I'm at my best like i when i'm tired and i just don't want to think about stuff or just um i don't know mind mindless do some mindless scrolling or something and uh in those moments we don't feel as good about ourselves as we could and uh we get influenced and we're not very self-aware and we we're influenced uh when we see those those things like you were saying that somebody is getting married or are going to a really expensive restaurant or they're doing all kinds of things and they're they're really not helping us much <laughs> and no. um yeah when we we forget in those moments the 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 amazing things that we have in our life and um that's that's the sad part that we we tend to focus too much on other people's lives and other p- people's, um, I don't know, great experiences, highlights. Um, but, yeah, the one thing that we could do is to be as self-aware as possible and find a way to to see those things. Like, for instance, um, I've been to Bali and I loved it. and. Um, there are some friends that went to bali as well and um when i looked at their facebook they, they were posting all kinds of uh, pictures and r- writing things for me it was hmm that's interesting i didn't go there um i could go there next time that's so cool for him or her that uh, they were they were there that's that's so cool i could go there as well like to frame it in a positive way, like it's something that's possible for yourself as well. And I think that's, that's a very important part of if we're on social media, just to, to find a way to frame it in a positive way consciously, because otherwise it's really not, not too um, positive for, for us, for our mental health and for our happiness in general.
0: Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. And I think one of the best adult decisions I made, there's actually an application, a browser extension, an application you can download that blocks your feed on Facebook. So that way you can still get on, you can check your messages, you can talk to your friends. If you want to go to their page, you can go check up on your friends. But you're not constantly bombarded with all these political uh, mm. things. You're not constantly bombarded with all of these, oh, look who's going on vacation. I think that was super powerful because. I agree that you can either be jealous or you can take action so that you can do those things you want to do. And I remember in 2000, I want to say 2013, I was talking to a friend in a life coaching class that I took and I was a single mom, had hardly any money, no real resources, worked from home. And I said, I really want to travel. And I just watched the movie. Yes, man. With Jim Carrey. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Really good movie. I loved that movie because it inspired me to start saying yes to life and not only saying yes to life, but looking for opportunities as they came. And when I started incorporating that with gratitude, when I kind of tied the two together, it was so awesome. And after talking to her, I feel like I almost manifested all these crazy opportunities to start coming into my life because the year after that, I went to London, Paris, Rome, Iceland, Mexico, and Hawaii, I believe was that year. And I met several of the people that were on my bucket list to meet. I did all these crazy things and had all these crazy experiences, went skydiving. I pretty much had my yes man year, my yes man moment. And it was so awesome because I stopped making excuses. Yes, I was a single mom. No, I didn't have a lot of money, but I said, this is what I want. And somehow I made it happen. I was always told growing up that I wasn't good enough. I was either too skinny, I wasn't skinny enough, I wasn't tall enough, I wasn't pretty enough, I didn't wear the right clothes. I was bullied a lot in school. And my middle finger moment, of course, was when I shot for Playboy. But <laughs> I have been in fitness magazines. I've had writing published in really well-known magazines. I'm actually gonna be published in Strong Australia this summer, so I'm super wow. excited about that. Um, and I, I feel like I live my life by my dad's advice to prove them wrong. That if people tell you that you can't, but it's something you really wanna do, let that drive you to prove them wrong instead of driving you to be negative. Like you said, you can sit there and go, oh, look, this person went to Bali and I didn't get to see this. Or you can say, hey, I'm gonna go to Bali and next time I'm gonna see this. And then you're bringing that into your life, if that makes sense.
1: I feel like you're,
0: you're stating this is going to happen for me. And anybody that knows me and follows me on social media or anybody that's my friend knows I have had the craziest experiences that nobody ever thought was possible. I actually had my childhood hero, one of my my first childhood crush. He owned the wrestling organization that my dad and I grew up watching, WCW Wrestling, which was where Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage and all the big names wrestled. He owned this wrestling organization. Now, unfortunately, my dad passed in 2005. So, when I got married a couple of years ago, I had no one to walk me down the aisle. And I ended up meeting this guy at a convention. And for some reason, my friend messaged me the next day and said, I work with his wife. And in that moment, I said that he's going to stand in for my dad. And that's a one in a million chance that this celebrity, this well off, Person would take time to come to my wedding, but Eric Bischoff walked me down the aisle at my wedding, my childhood hero, my first crush when well, I was a little girl that wasn't animated. I mean, Darkwing Duck was up there in my first crushes, but <laughs> <laughs> and people say, How in the heck do you do these things? How do you manifest these things? How do you make this happen? And I said, Because I don't believe you when you tell me I can't.
1: Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Yeah that that's so true and indeed it's no nobody can tell us what we can or cannot do I, I think curiosity is very powerful here to just be curious let's just play let's just see if this works out if if i can do this or not 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 like okay i have to do this and from that, that's that's my perspective just to play with it and many times at least in in my experience it might take a bit longer than expected but most of the things actually actually become a reality especially if you are uh, practicing gratitude and that actually gets you closer to to what you want because this is what you're focusing on and it's it's really simple like like of course it makes makes for things to to go faster and to uh, get faster in your life when you appreciate things in general and you you focus on the things that you appreciate but i also wanted to um to share another idea about social media That the, the gratitude the 365 app also has some um basically a like a facebook or an instagram yes. but just for gratitude and i think that's that's a great alternative um as well
0: It really is because sometimes when I get that urge to scroll things, I'll go on there instead of going on Instagram because I never come off of Instagram feeling good. And one of my secrets to being a grown-up, one of my secrets that I learned is there is never anything of value in the comment section, ever. There's Mm -hmm. never anything of value in the comment section on a YouTube video. Nobody has ever changed. Let, Let me ask you, has anybody ever posted on your Facebook page and said, the way you think is wrong, and you said, Oh wow, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, the way I think is wrong. Let me just jump right on the board with what you think. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen. We get on our keyboards and we we feel like we're on some cause, like we're on some crusade. And we could actually be out there making a difference. We could actually be building each other up like the gratitude app, the the community that you were talking about is awesome because we're on there building each other up, saying, wow, it's beautiful, good job, congratulations, not arguing each other over what we think of the president or arguing over pol- policies and whatnot. I, that is so stressful to me. And I posted on social media a while back. My son and I, we went and got a manicure because there's a nail polish called Linkin Park. And both of us are very big fans of the band. And my son wanted to get a manicure with me. I said, cool, and I posted this picture of us getting manicure on social media, and this woman logged on and told me that I worshipped the devil and that I was a terrible parent and all of these horrific things because I posted a picture of me and my son getting a manicure together. And I think that was my turning point of where I don't need this negativity. By the way, people, men in 3200 uh, BC Babylonia painted their nails as a status of class that has nothing to do with worshipping some... Devil figure or witchcraft or anything like that. It's been a status thing throughout history several times, but I just don't understand how things on social media can get so out of hand and so negative. Even when you don't mean it that way, somebody can get butthurt over the simplest of things, the craziest of things. And I mostly use my social media now to stay connected with my friends or to post inspirational things on my. Instagram, Amanda Webster Health. I post vegan recipes. I post the charity work I do. I post my fitness pictures to inspire people to get out there. I post quotes about about how to heal mentally without being on medications and spending your life reading self help books and doing a yoga class once every three months. And one of the things I was wanting to post this week that has to do with gratitude says the struggle ends when gratitude begins. Mm. And that was super powerful for me. And I want to share that with my people because it's true. I was at a rock bottom place. And am I saying that gratitude completely healed me? No, absolutely not. But it was a super important component to my journey, to seeing my life differently, to living my life differently, to finding more happy moments through my life. None of us are going to be happy all the time. And maybe some of us don't get as happy as other people, but I feel like I stopped struggling so much when I stopped attaching myself to the outcome. And I started enjoying things on a day-to-day basis. I started enjoying those droplets of water. I started enjoying those roses. I started enjoying the clouds. I started enjoying just sitting and not doing anything because we're human beings, not human doings. We're not supposed to be doing things all the time. Sometimes, Just sitting and smelling the air, smelling a candle, eating, you know, drinking a smoothie, having some tea. Sometimes those little things in life are the only things that we should be doing.
1: (laughs) That's so true. That's so true. And the thing is that at least what I've seen in in my case, we we get addicted to doing things and to just, okay, I, I managed to solve this problem. I managed to solve the other problem. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do that, and we, especially when it when we have a, a sense of satisfaction with this, we tend to want to to do more and to be all the time in action. Or especially another situation when it comes to the people near and dear to us, um, the fact that we are able to do so many things is is actually addictive, and we don't realize that because we are so much uh, you are so focused on, on those things but um, when it comes to at the end of the day to, to actually see okay how much was I enjoying everything how um, how happy was I doing all of those things and if what are some some moments that were that were great or some moments in which I paused and realized what was happening and appreciating what was happening and unfortunately many times there there aren't too many of those moments and like you said uh, just for instance you you remembered the fact that you stopped and uh, you um, looked at that that drop or at those roses or those small things, if we give them more depth and we appreciate them more, they they can mean so much and they, they don't have to be big. They don't have to be, I don't know, just doing something out of the ordinary in our life to to have that amazing feeling of gratitude. And I think that that's such a great example. And about yeah. the, the clouds, <laughs> that's you 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 just pointed a a thing that pointed out a thing that uh, i also resonate with a lot i i love the clouds and i when i was a, a child i used to just sit on on um, in the yard on on the grass and just look at the clouds and imagine what they are and it was so that's that's a, a, such a strong memory for me and it was so so fulfilling and so beautiful and again it was so simple and it's and it's something that i still love to do when um whenever i'm travelling for instance i love to look at the clouds as well even when i'm walking around in the city i, I look at the clouds and i and i think it's one important thing to just at times just take our head and uh, not just look down or um, on things that are happening at eye level, but we can uh, raise our head and just look at the clouds and have a different kind of perspective on, on life.
0: Yeah, and I think if I can leave the listeners with two pieces of advice, one would be whatever you did as a kid, whatever you enjoyed doing as a kid, you said you liked laying and staring at the clouds. Me, I like staring at the clouds. I like playing with Ninja Turtles. I liked some of these older TV shows. Those things that you liked as a kid, you'll still enjoy it if you let yourself. And sometimes just taking 30 minutes to play with the Ninja Turtle, to look at the clouds, to indulge in that piece of candy without feeling guilty about it. Sometimes that is exactly what our soul needs to move forward. And I'm always grateful for those moments that I just get to. to be be a kid again. Maybe I just want to write a story for no reason other than just writing a story. But Mm -hmm. all of those things that I did as a kid, I still enjoy if I let myself. And my other piece of advice is I used to be that person that was addicted to getting things done because like I said, I have a lot of different projects, a lot of things going on in my life and I would have a mile long to do list. And then I'd feel guilty if I didn't get all 22 things done on my list that day. (laughs) And I finally said, I'm going to have three to five things on my to-do list. Now that's not including the things you have to do, like eating or going to the gym or whatever. I consider those things that I have to do every day, but that's filing your taxes or paying that bill or doing the extra things that, let's be real, nobody really wants to do. Maybe for some people it is going to the gym. That might be something that some people have to get into the habit of. That was another thing that really helped me was just being active. Not necessarily going to the gym, but just being active really helped me be more balanced, mentally more grateful. But three to five things a day. You should not have more on your plate than three to five things a day, other than the bare necessities that you have to do on a day-to-day basis. That is my advice that really helped me stop trying to overwhelm myself because 98% of the time, those things on our list, we don't have to do them all that day, but we're telling ourselves, well, I have to get everything done right now. I have to do all these things right now, and you really don't, and you're gonna stress yourself out more and not enjoy the process of doing these things, changing
1: them all and it once. exactly exactly i love i love what you just said and i think they are great um takeaways for our listeners and you are very inspired because we are actually nearing the end of our time together so let us know a little bit more about where can our audience find you where can they get in touch with you
0: Yes, so I have Instagram, uh, YouTube, and a website. So you can check me out on Instagram, Amanda Webster Health, or YouTube.com slash Amanda Webster Health, or simply just AmandaWebsterHealth.com. I love to interact with people. I love to talk about what's good in our lives or sometimes help people through their dark times. Because let's be real, sometimes we do need a hand to help us out of that dark place. I know I definitely needed a hand to help me out of that dark place, and I found it in several different places that I never expected but I love connecting with new people so if you did find this inspiring if you're looking for more advice a hand to hold or just someone to high-five you for the awesome work you did just for being strong today check me out on Instagram or on my website and my videos have a lot to do with mental health addiction gratitude those sorts of things and bridging the gap between mental and physical health and I'm also launching a program that's going to tie in all of the things that I incorporated into my life. That's going to be launching on March March 1st. That will tie in all the things I incorporated in my life to go from being on that ledge in that Canadian hotel room to being, for the first time in my life, genuinely happy and genuinely fulfilled and being able to be grateful for that droplet of water. I'm going to be launching that program on March 1st. So um, people can register now. They can subscribe now to get updates on that. And I look forward to talking to everyone.